Hello and welcome to another episode of the Niger on the Ball podcast. Um, and today we've got a special guest back on the show again. Um, he's a football writer and sports journalist, Mr. Samuel Amadou. Um, Samuel, thank you for joining us today. Yeah. Hi, JD. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure coming around again. Uh, Liz, uh, great also talking women's football with you. Yes. So, of course, you know, today's topic is all about women's football and the WNWFL. Um, so, um, you know, just for, um, you know, we want to start from the beginning just so that people can, you know, have an understanding. Um, for people maybe who aren't so familiar with our, you know, with uh, local football, um, what does NWFL stand for and what is it? Yeah, basically it's uh, the Nigerian Women's Football League and uh, it's, uh, uh, but right now, recent rebrandings, uh, they've been done, uh, especially as regards to naming uh, of the leagues, you know, we had three tiers created, just a replica of the men. Uh, that's Nigerian Women's, Premier, Nigerian Women's Football League uh, Premiership. So Premiership has been added. Uh, uh, that's replacing uh, what we had before. That's Nigerian Women's Premier League. But but now the renaming has seen that change. So it's now the NWFL Premiership. You know, asked against uh, the Nigerian Women's Premier League, and where you have the second tier. Uh, the NWFL Championship and the uh, the thoughts here in the NWFL Nationwide. So. NWFL um, celebrated a big birthday in 2020. How many years old is the league? Yeah, the league from records now, I think it's uh, over 30, uh, 30, 30 exactly uh, this year. Yeah, it should have had a celebration of it. So unfortunately, I think that would not be happening. So I think it's kick-started in 1990. So till date, it's uh, 30 years. Mm. So, of course, you know, there's been a lot of big changes in the league. You know, we've had the rebranding. But um, we've also been hearing about club licensing. Um, For people who um, don't understand what club licensing is or what it means, could you explain for us? Yeah, club licensing are regarding the women's league. Well, for the men, the women, quite a lot different. Uh, the levels and the wide. Uh, basically, for the father, yes, uh, the women's league is still really, uh, really pushing to, to really rise you know, above uh, where it has been before. And uh, in recent years, and again, trying to just inch closer to ensuring it's a, it's a more professional uh, league. And again, uh, uh, embrace more improved uh, welfare for players and also improved uh, medical uh, certifications. You know, where you see teams get certified, not just uh, back in the days where you have just medical certificate just being uh, manipulated from somewhere, just being manufactured from somewhere, but now you have real medicals being held, evidences being provided. And you know quite a number of that. So at least to ensure that yes, these players are pretty fit and at least uh, and in good shape going into uh, uh, the league season. I think that is also happening for for the first time in a very long time. So and in terms of also the the, the clubs, uh, salary payments, all these evidences are being required. You know, let's see how much do you pay your players? Do you really pay them? And uh, beside that, uh, the financial strength of the team. You know how. How much of resources has been reserved for the team? Evidences, 
kind of money being lost in somewhere, not like you showing the raw cash, but just showing evidences that yes, the team has what it takes to execute uh, the league campaign. So as you understand, it's a marathon league season. It's uh, we're having a long, uh, how will I put it, a straight league format. So that's happened for the first time in uh, since 2014. So, you know, that's part of the reason why we need to have some of these reforms in place and at least just to ensure that, yes, uh, we set a standard as one of the leading uh, women's leagues in Africa. Thank you. Thank you for explaining that for us. We'll go straight into the WFL Premiership. So um, this year, um, as you mentioned, we have a straight league. So, um, of course, people want to know what which type of structure did we have before we had a straight league or what, what is the uh, difference between that and the current? Um, how many teams get relegated and how many teams get promoted? And also, final thing, sorry. Um, of course, now that we have the um, CAF uh, Women's Champions League, how many continental places um, are available in the uh, NWFL Premiership? Uh, yeah, well, for for the way the league sets out this time, well, like I did said earlier, it's been uh, it's been much of an abridged league for a very long time, uh, over a decade where we had to go play uh, Super Four. Uh, I think even much more than a decade where we had to go play Super Four. Uh, then we had Super Six, and some points we had Super. We, we now had to reduce to Super Four, uh, where uh, we have top teams, more like top six teams, our uh, top uh, three teams in two in different uh, bridge league formats now joining up to play in the final uh, uh, tournaments, kind of uh, a six-team tournament and uh, the winner of the league has been, has been determined at such a competition, uh, many, many, many tournaments. So it's been that way for a very long time and uh, until uh, 2014, when the urge came that, okay, let's really do try out a straight format, even though not convenient, but uh, uh, it was quite some an initiative that uh, came to mind and uh, they really pushed her to see that, yes, that happened. But unfortunately, uh, uh, that's, that happened really successfully, but, you know, it was characterized with uh, a whole of uh, issues, uh, walkovers and quite... Uh, numerous cases around welfareism, around tra traveling, and uh, it was quite tough, hectic somehow. And you know, clubs were struggling to really uh, attract support uh, from their sponsors, uh, whether it being a state club or, or private team. So that that made that challenge made them revert back to their bridge league format, where you still have uh, two league groups, and you know, uh, just being splitted. Regardless of which one we are, just inspected, and we had to do it that way. And so I think until that happened from 2015 until uh, 2019, where uh, 2019 was a bit even complex, uh, where we had uh, we had four abridged uh, league group formats, and you know just to ensure that we, we had the league completed in, in soonest. Uh, I think the teams playing. Uh, a number of uh, six games and at least uh, before uh, four teams emerge from each group and they go going to play uh, in the finals uh, or there's a Super Four finals uh, which Rivers Ingress did one that's uh, in 2019. So uh, like you did know earlier uh, in the year 
the coronavirus didn't allow the kickoff of this new season and uh, had the 2020 season uh, being cancelled um, uh, for the for the for the impact on the coronavirus. And now we are looking to we are now getting started with the 2021 20, uh, season, which uh, definitely will be the one producing uh, uh, the champions for Nigeria. And but again, at this point, I don't know. We we are yet to know what the format is like from from CAF. Uh, the introduction of the CAF champions will be which will be the maiden edition coming up next year. Though no post and venue confirmed yet, uh, timeline too. But uh, we expect possibly to happen um, later in the year. Uh, that's in 2021. Uh, but nothing is undecided there. But uh, the way it is, uh, uh, from regulations being put up by CAF, uh, shows that yes, it's going to be a regional a team from each country, and as the champions of each country, uh, definitely be representing uh, their various country at the regional level, uh, where a possibly playoffs will be happening, playoffs format, so where uh, who wins at that regional level. So just like you see, uh, being played for the men's under 17 and the 20s, the same for uh, the Champions League formats. You have uh, the winners of those competitions going on to represent uh, the, 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 the region, uh, that's the region of the Wafu. We, we, we are involved in the Wafu B, uh, uh, Wafu B region, and that's, that's it. So whoever wins from the Nigerian Women's uh, Football League Premiership, we go to represent Nigeria at the Wafu, at the Wafu uh, B region championship and Champions uh, League playoff. So I think that's that. So, uh, well, um, some other areas I think that you're really going to talk about, I think uh, uh, we're seeing the start of the league and I, especially, you know, it's definitely going to be a very tough one, you know, especially right into a format that hasn't really been quite easy for teams to get involved in. But well, this time I think uh, teams are brazen up. It's not looking rosy, but at the same time, our teams are brazen up and we've seen how they could meet up and ensure that, yes, we have a very smooth start, especially uh, understanding how challenging the times are uh, coming out of COVID and uh, trying to get life restarted once again. Help people understand um, a bit better about um, the um, NWFL Premiership. Um, the first one is um, who are some of the biggest clubs in the league? Um, what is the biggest rivalry within the league in terms of uh, the clubs? Oh yeah, well, like, like like we did discuss about uh, uh, in in our previous chat. I think uh, it's still quite fresh and still relevant now uh, for for uh, the the richest teams or kind of the the world to do teams uh, in the country. Uh, I think uh, you definitely rate high Edo states, and uh, that's the Edo Queens. Uh, like possibly you may have come across during their opening game, which was played at their new stadium, new refurbished. Uh, Samuel Ogumedia Stadium in Benin. Uh, the governor and the deputy were both there, and you know that speaks volume of how uh, about how uh, the government do rate women's football, and and also how keen they are to ensure the team uh, enjoying success at the top level. And I think, and I'm quite glad the players did uh, made it up to them. Uh, at least did uh, ensure they had a very uh, fantastic uh, uh, visit, kind of spectatorship. A spectacular show, I must say, they put up uh, winning 4-1 against uh, Dreamstars ladies. And I think uh, it's, it was somewhat a very great show. And I think that also 
and that presence is huge. We also have another team, the ISA Prince. Uh, they won the Fly Officer Cup, which was held uh, last month in Abuja, kind of a pre-season tournament, uh, beating uh, Nassau Amazons, who are also former champions. Abaisa, like you didn't know, they are four times winners of, of the Nigerian uh, Women's Football League Premiership and, you know, having won uh, also back in 2018. And I think they look one team that definitely uh, should watch out for. And we, they also had their governor <laughs> playing a surprise visit also to their, uh, their match, uh, uh, their opening match of the season. I know, you know, all this, all this really add up a lot. Uh, looking at such states and another state, I must say to another team too. I must say is uh, Nassau Amazons. Uh, they they also won in 2017. They are they are two-time winners of uh, the Nigerian Women's uh, Football Premiership, Football League Premiership, and you know it's it's uh, it's it's amazing. We, they had the deputy governor's wife uh, and the, uh, the the deputy governor's wife, and also the wife of the governor too, also on grant. Uh, even it was it was definitely the opener of the season. They caught uh, uh, the cutting razor, and you know, exactly attracted quite a number of uh, of personalities, uh, commissioners, and very important personalities. But uh, more importantly, you have the wives of the governors. These are huge people, and you know, coming around to at least uh, chair the girls. And well, unfortunately, they lost the home, <laughs> but uh, that didn't uh, undermine the fact that yes, they they have that huge support. They're enjoying that huge support and. At the same time, uh, got that very massive followership, especially in Lafayette. It's been one of the uh, four running northern states uh, teams. I think a uh, front-running northern state teams. I think it's it's quite what I'm talking about uh, for what they've achieved, uh, being champions in 2017. So and they came close severally. At least been at the Super Four uh, regularly since then. So uh, you know, at the same time, they were finalists also for the final star tournament I played in Abuja last month. So. I tell you, these teams uh, are very huge. Uh, you also have another, possibly fourth, uh, that's Rivers Angels, the defending champions and also uh, six-time winners of the, uh, the, the, the title, the, the league seasons. So I think Rivers Angels definitely want them to beat. They've attracted quite a number of quality players. So, uh, you know, tests a lot, a lot is up uh, in here. And, well, I think these four teams seem to be uh, one of the... the, the uh, the big sides, the big guns, and the competition. Uh, uh, not really now sides like Delta Queens, who have also won previously in the past. I uh, won in the past. Uh, Confluence Queens, who came to uh, the finals last uh, in the last outing, uh, in the last outing that was in 2019. And uh, for me, they, they are one side that really have been quite uh, enjoying quite a number of great growth uh, in terms of uh, improvements. And they also have a quality team and technique to uh, supervising their, their team. So uh, quite a number of teams, I must say, Delta Queens, Complex Queens are possibly one good side that should be look out for. They are, they are the underdogs, uh, but definitely a side definitely should look out for. Robots are not doing badly. They've been consistently uh, troubling in the top flight. And really, uh, since they got promoted in 2015 for the first time, and, uh, they've been here and always competing. And see what they managed to achieve in the first game of the season, uh, pulling off an upset against Nassau Amazons, a place where, uh, that's in Lafayette, a place where they managed to pull uh, or draw a 1-1 in 2018 in the 2018 opening match of the season. Uh, so this time, they managed to pull a win and a massive one, I must tell you, against a very 
a good side, a side that hosts uh, some of the best players also in the in the in the league and also uh, put feature in the national team and also has a national team uh, coach uh, for the under twenties and person of Danjuma uh, Christopher. So uh, it's it's really great to see fourteen teams, but definitely I think these seven teams are teams you definitely can't underestimate. Uh, and looking at how uh, they set up and what resources and also how purposeful the administrators in charge of the administrators in charge of these teams do are. Uh, um, so, of course, you know, um, having talked about the biggest clubs, um, now, of course, we must follow that up with um, who are some of the biggest players in the league, um, you know, in terms of, um, you know, experience, in terms of what they have achieved, maybe, you know, who was last year's top scorer um, um, and, you know, who maybe is the most cap player that's currently playing in the league? Oh, cap player. Well, that, that's maybe really difficult to, to assess, but, you know, we've had a lot of players who are possibly... Uh, got to relax the beat to kind of retire. I want to say some still trying to work stronger, trying to pull through even while even already uh, settling down, settling down in what in, in, in this case already getting married, but they still look like they, they are capable to really see play and uh, with the permission of their of their of their of their spouse and I think uh, their husbands, I think that uh, still keeps them going. They still feel like connected to the game and at least it's it's cool to see that happening and at least exciting too. Uh, but well, for for the top scorer last season, we really didn't have much top performance uh, from players. I think uh, the real the real competition we had last season, being in a bridge league performance, four teams, it was really really hard to really say the okay, one player did well, I kind of score a lot of goals. But we have quite a number of of quality players well uh, back then those we feel are top performer already led the league in you know, a person of Anna Nemo uh, 2018 top square with eight goals also uh, we had Rashid Ali also back in 2017 and uh, uh, she too had eight goals to win the top scorer and I think one player we do have back now who possibly went to Europe came back is uh, Ruben Charity and uh, now back with uh, uh, Baeza Baisa Queens. She she was she had a brief stint uh, in Kazakhstan with uh, BRK Kasigat. They play in the Champions League, and she just uh, she's she's back now. She's back with Baisa Queens. Uh, she was previously uh, in 2017 with uh, Ibo where she did finish top scorer. Uh, she did finish uh, joint top scorer with Rashida uh, Tajibadi. So uh, this time around, looking at how the league is set up, we, we do have a lot of experienced players, no doubt. Uh, I think those we still have around uh, uh, one of them is uh, Osaz Grenovia. She's married recently and uh, she's uh, with Edo Queens. She's the captain and you know, one player you definitely can. She's a midfielder and she also plays uh, for the national team. She's one of the experienced players in the national team. She's been around for a while, I think, uh, even though not too... Uh, fortunate to make a lot of uh, African tournament, but definitely always a player to reckon with when you talk about the national team and also the domestic league. And another player, possibly with Nassau Amazon, is uh, Miriam O'Brien. She's also been one great, one uh, a reliable phase and also one old category, I must say, uh, one eight old phase, I must say, but not uh, like she's that old in age, but she's been around for a while. And uh, she's been doing well. She's also the captain of uh, Natural Amazons. Uh, uh, that's 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 another good phase and uh, important phase. She's a defender and also still part of the uh, Nigerian uh, women national team. Uh, well, 
uh, we have quite a number of them, we have quite a number of them. And if I would look at Rivers, you know, they are a bunch of <laughs> experienced players uh, who uh, practically won one 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 of the grants that you have a uh, host of uh, super Falcons players. They they always know how best to uh, recruit players, and I think it's more like the hope of the national team players, uh, the best players I'm also in the country, uh, regardless of how things goes for them. They do host the best legs, I must admit. And, you know, there you have the likes of Cecilia Anku, uh, you know, some of the best names who played several Afcon tournaments. And also, uh, uh, we have uh, Ugo Njoku, you know, uh, one of our best defenders to the national team, although I had a little while off. She wasn't involved in the 2018 Afcon, uh, but, you know, she's back now. She's with uh, Rivers Angels. Uh, quite a number of faces, I must say. I, I really uh, can't mention much, but again, uh, Rivers Angels do have quite a number of names. Uh, experienced legs, I must say, are playing for their team. Uh, White, many of our goalkeepers, uh, you know, you don't understand. We, they just exported, they've been exporting a lot. Uh, so recently, uh, Evelyn Wamboku did move to Spain alongside Tochio Oluehi, Tochuku Oluehi, and and as a goalkeeper uh, for the national team, both moved to Spain uh, uh, to Ponzola uh, Benzi, uh, the second division, Reto Iberdrola uh, outfit in Spain. So uh, quite a number of players, I must say, honestly, and I can't mention much of them, but I think they, they are very much around, spread across uh, the league and uh, they stream very well for themselves, uh, holding out uh, their name. I think those uh, what's bring huge reputation also to some of these teams that I did mention earlier. Uh, Delta Queens and also Letter, they have also some great names in their, uh, in, on their books. And, you know, it speaks volume too about how competitive they've been over the years and how they are now. They also started the season on the high, uh, one of the highest scoring cards in the opening, on the, on the opening uh, day of the season, scoring 4-1 to uh, beating, uh, beating their opponents uh, in that game. So I think... Uh, uh, it's it's really been fun here, and I think with them they will have a lot of players to look out for. Like you do know, uh, for players stars to watch, I think like I did said, we have Charles Ruben. She's back, top scorer in the 2017 joint top scorer. I say, I I, I must say, and uh, we also have Monday Gibbs. Uh, you know, she's also one of the hot prospects. Uh, uh, she, she 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 turned uh, she turned 20 uh, on 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 Wednesday. That's on the on the league opener. And managed to inspire the, uh, that last week. I managed to inspire her team with superb assist uh, uh, against uh, to win to a winning start against Nasara Mazamba, like I did say earlier. So uh, she's one player. You know, she was one player that also the only African that featured uh, in the goal top ten wonder kid to watch uh, for 2020. 2020, unfortunately, before the coronavirus struck. But again, definitely another to look out for. In 2021, if uh, she doesn't leave for Europe uh, before the end of the season, so and she already uh, got uh, a very bright start to the season, and you know it's quite superb to see how well she had made everything uh, going well for her. So we have quite a number of title players across. Uh, we also have one good player who emerged the best player at the time of the start of. Uh, she's been fantastic uh, all season round and also been uh, pretty. Uh, uh, instrumental to the success of Bayesa Queens in recent year, uh, in person of uh, uh, what's her name again? Uh, I think one. Oh, 
I mean, the name, the name got lost in my head, but she is, she is with uh, Bayesa Queens, uh, their, goal, their, their captain, I must say, a very young player that uh, I think I will get to remember before the, uh, the, the, the chat ends, but I think it's, she's also one player that I will get to uh, look out for if uh, Bayesa Queens are wanting to really contend for the title, uh, especially having won uh, the Flying Officer Cup. Uh, recently, uh, the player I mean to say is a Joy Jerry. Joy Jerry, quite uh, uh, not not at all, but very very athletic uh, and also difficult, very unstoppable in front of goal. Difficult to manage, you know. She's always very instrumental uh, uh, for our team's progress and again, yeah, keep success, especially in the recent Cup. So we have quite some more player talent to watch out for, and we have also one Joy Omewa, uh, Esther Kanato, one good. A top scorer, both players. Joe Miller was the top scorer for uh, at the Flying Officer Cup, scoring six goals, uh, representing Confluence Queens. Yeah, so uh, she she's also one player, uh, definitely with Esther Cano too. She's also with Confluence Queens. So these are players who definitely were looking out for. Joe Miller already played for the national the 17 national team in the past. So you know you definitely would know some of these players that I'm mentioning. They already have national team team experience and definitely. Players that has built themselves and Edo Queens too, like I did, uh, I did mention earlier, had the four-one win in the opening game. Uh, they also possess a lot of players from goalkeepers. Uh, goalkeeper like uh, Christy O'Hara, who she 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 uh, she had the celebrated her birthday two days ago, and I think she she had won two Afcon titles, even though hadn't featured yet uh, with the Super Falcons and. I think she's featured also in quite a number of competitions and also won the league with Libras Angels uh, before. So I think quite a number of players, I must say, in North Bend. And we also have Chema Woku. She's won the, uh, the Afcon too in the past. Uh, with, uh, she's also with Edo Queens. So Edo Queens have managed to also recruit massively. And we expect a lot from them this season. Uh, there's one side that they have very good paying, uh, uh, very good uh, paying, paying uh, salaries and, you know, it's one thing that really definitely go a long way motivating players to really do well. So, uh, it's really a very tight season. <laughs> we expect a lot of fireworks and, you know, a lot of new stars definitely uh, to also turn out new players we've not seen before, you know, especially those who possibly have enjoyed brief successes uh, at the youth level and definitely now hoping to uh, fight their way back to relevance and also possibly uh, gets uh, hooked up by some clubs in Europe ahead of the winter transfer. People are always interested in the clubs who are up and coming. Who, um, you know, you know, with the league growing now, um, you know, we've got the N NWFL Premiership, the Championship, and the Nationwide League. Are, would you, as you know, teams to look out for in the future? Oh, well, well, for me, I think as it stands, I think it's it's a long season, and again, we're looking forward to seeing uh, over one eighty games, and you know, only seven being done yet, and you know, and uh, you know, definitely have a lot to play for, and and uh, seeing how it has started already, uh, we have uh, newcomers in Royal Queens, and uh, they, I think, they are the only newcomers this season, and. Uh, for teams that have been around, the rest have been around for a while. Uh, Rear Queens are in uh, Delta States. And I think, uh, though they have a very rough start at Edo Queens, much like a, 
a south-south derby uh, between the Edo and Delta team. Uh, so Delta do host two teams, Delta Queens and Royal Queens. Royal Queens have a team, while they do possess quite a few talents and you know, they're also keen to rumble against the Giants. But uh, for a team to look out for, I must say, uh, we've had Edo Queens have been around for a very long time, but they've struggled. They've not been able to really uh, push themselves hard. They came very close uh, in the last outing, uh, but they were peeped narrowly uh, by, by confidence screens to a Super 4 sports, uh, edging them almost on the final day uh, to the Super 4 sports. And again, and well, uh, unfor uh, unfortunate for them. And, you know, exciting to see that group was very tough. Uh, in the group where you see communists that did came through managed to also reach the finals. So, you know, that's, that speaks well about how competitive their group were uh, back in 2019. Thank you. Thank you for, for sharing that. And, you know, um, this episode, we, we, we've taken so much from what you've said, and I'm sure a lot of people will be equally as excited with the league beginning and everything that's going on with the league. For those who are still undecided, um, could you, you know, give us a final reason why they should follow the uh, Nigerian Women's Football League? Yeah, well, for me, I think uh, with women's football and also the women's football, uh, women's football league, uh, you know, it's it's also quite filled with fanfare. You know, a quite couple of people who who possibly have possibly followed uh, the the opener, you know, uh, on social media, will really be able to uh, come to terms with this. You know, it's. Uh, the opener in Lafia, you know, attracted quite a number of fans, so many faces, you know, around and, you know, and such a quality play uh, from the players, you know, it was difficult to call. That's very tight to call. Uh, you can't imagine, you know, Nasser Amazon's been one high-profile side, two times winner, you know, uh, losing a home to, you know, it seemed that we feel, oh, uh, underrated side like uh, FC Robo. Well, very talented, but at the same time, you hardly would have told that uh, uh, such a private team will really be able to hold their own against a well-funded and also uh, well-supported uh, Nassau Amazon side. So, you know, it's, it's always thrilling, uh, always exciting. Uh, you, for me, it's even doubles all you could get with the men because uh, not too many unnecessary drama, not neg no negatives. Uh, so much fun you get to see, especially when women is involved. You see a lot of drama. <laughs> uh, you, you, you see a lot that will really thrill you and really attract you. And for many who watch the Women's World Cup, you see how tight and competitive it was. And the same thing I think you get to see, and especially when you look at the results, you see how tight it was. Uh, look at uh, Rivers Angels against Confluence. It was a replay of the Super 4 final for 2019. And that was practically the last league official match played in 2019. I know opening the league season again, it was tough. It was tight to call. Uh, the game was practically even within 14 minutes. 1-1. Both teams already opening each other up. And, you know, unfortunately, they couldn't really uh, convert more. And, you know, it ended in a draw. And, you know, it speaks volume about how difficult and we, we having the kind of result we had, it's unlike uh, before where you still or you, you really feel like the Nigerian league game generally being characterized with uh, home, the home win syndrome, and it's never anymore. We had two away wins, all shoot babes, you know, on the opening game. Aside, you know, struggling with a few number of issues, managing to go to a bomb, a quiet bomb, far down uh, south to win away, you know, at the, the quiet bomb. 
the, the uh, Gospel Alapabio Stadium. You know, it's so surprising. And even two, I know Minos, they are also a good side, uh, even though they've struggled recently, but they've been two-time finalists in the recent, uh, in the recent uh, Federation Cup or Federation Women's Cup. And, you know, it's, it's incredible to see how this could happen. Winning away, obviously, for a team like Oshun, they do also possess some great talented players, especially the goalkeeper, uh, Christy uh, Okia. You know, she's very, very uh, outstanding, a very outstanding player, and a goalkeeper. And she, she, she also uh, is the under-20, uh, under-17 under uh, under captain right now. I think, yeah, no, sorry, under-20 goalkeeper. And she's, she's doing fantastically well and also was part of the under-20 at the, at the uh, African Games in Morocco. So, you know, tell you, most of the teams that do manage to pull results out wherever they go to, uh, it speaks volume of the kind of determination, the, uh, the, the experience they've also garnered, the talent in their squad. And, you know, uh, it's how, it shows how entertaining too the league looks to be. So uh, you don't see too many whitewash except for what we saw between Delta and Dreamstars, you know, 4-1 in, uh, uh, in Delta State, where uh, Edo Queens too had seemed like a run over over Real Queens, those newcomers, but yes, uh, it's, it wasn't a very good outing for them, but still doesn't mean uh, they weren't good enough. So, but I know that aside, it's definitely uh, one game, one league competition they definitely need to follow. And one uh, for Lagos now, Lagos will be having uh, a very busy uh, Wednesday, two games in Lagos <laughs> going simultaneously this midweek. And, you know, uh, it's, it's also going to be interesting to see how these two teams, we have two teams in Lagos and, you know, Lagos seem to be, uh, Lagos being the center of excellence also feel to be the attraction of, of major happenings, especially when it relates to football. So uh, we have Dream Stars in Lagos. We also have Robo in Lagos. So uh, it's definitely going to be entertaining and, you know, so much to watch out for, uh, this season and you know teams to follow. Uh, Pelican doing very well in Calabar, you know, Ebom in New York, Royal Queens to Delta, just like uh, Delta Queens. And uh, you know, Edo, like now they are they are they are one big side that everybody is looking out for to really do well. But unfortunately they didn't they were the one who won the 2019 uh, flying obstacle but they couldn't defend their title but they came third uh, they finished third in uh, this in the last uh, last month edition um, in Abuja. So Honestly, so much, so much exciting uh, moments you, they, they would definitely have if they will make out time to just one of the, uh, take one of the midweek days, evening, uh, I mean Wednesdays, just to see one of the Nigerian women's football league match, uh, matches uh, across the country. It definitely would be a moment they would do serve up for the rest of them. Um, we appreciate everything you shared with us, and I'm sure everybody will be excited to follow the league with us and to see all of the progress that the Women's League in Nigeria is making. Um, any final words just before we um, close out? Yeah, well, it's, it's not more than we've seen everyone come out to, you know, uh, drum support for, for the, their respective women's team. Now it's fair. You have to choose a team. Definitely, there, won't be, uh, there will be no doubt that definitely those teams will do well to really quite hard now. Now they know a lot is at stake. Uh, besides winning the league title, uh, qualifying for play, to play in the Champions League, made in Champions League, uh, is one huge ambition. Almost everything to have. And I think uh, it's definitely going to really 
uh, go down to the wire, you know, and we don't expect to see at that edge, you know, like possibly it has been happening elsewhere. So we believe it will definitely be a competition and we enjoy to see everybody come out. And also, I expect to see uh, a lot of firms, also private bodies, our starters come to show their support at least partnership at least to the women's football and uh, women's football fraternity in Nigeria. We, we need this very much uh, now and at least seeing that we hope to take uh, the dominance, uh, the national team dominance on the continent now uh, to club football in Africa. So we enjoy everyone to come around, uh, drop support for women's football in Nigeria and also uh, do cheer for their various uh, teams across the country. Thank you once again for joining us. Um, this has been the Niger on the Board podcast.